Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal. Can I get y'all anything else? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. I hope you saved room for dessert. I'm almost full. Almost. Who doesn't love dessert? You have earned this. Breakfast. Homemade pecan pie. I love Whatever it. happened to angel food cake? Any type of rhubarb pie. Rhubarb strawberry. Rhubarb peach. That's sour and sweet together. It's hard to beat. Who saved room for dessert? It's dessert breakfast. I'll get that right to you. also did, I think, it, I would call it a telenovela, Rosario Tijeras. Well, we we call it a television series because okay. there's, um, believe it or not, <laughs> there are telenovelas as well, which right. look a little bit different okay. than Rosario Tijeras, Jose Jose, Two Lakes. Uh, so, you know, to answer your question, I started doing soap operas. Right. Uh, Mexican soap operas, and I didn't love the genre. However, I am so grateful for the training because it it is training. You are training. You're um, filming 60 scenes per day. So one of the things that you often hear in Mexico is when you're doing a soap opera is stuff like, I'm going to say it in Spanish and then I'm going to try to figure out how to say that in English. But it's like, los mejores actores se se salvan por las garras. Like the best actors try to save themselves with their nails. You know, when you're shooting so many scenes Mm -hmm. per day from Monday through Saturday, I mean, that's when you test your talent um, for real. You know, it's almost like a, a marathon. Uh, but that allowed me to have the, you know, the, the training to be able to do what I'm doing today. And I'm so immensely yeah. grateful for that. But also gave me the knowledge of, okay, I I want to try to do more quality stuff. So that's when I jumped to doing stuff with Sony Entertainment yeah. uh, Television, you know, Rosario Tijeras or uh, Two Lakes, which is on Amazon Prime. And then I moved to L.A. Because, yeah, yeah I think you're you're always trying to improve and trying to, to get better at what you love doing. Right. I know I worked on – for th- I just had three episodes, uh, so I think I worked three days – on uh, Bold and the Beautiful, which is a soap opera over here. Okay. And I played like a bailiff in the court. I'm just like swearing people in. There's a cust- okay. there's a custody battle where they're fighting over who's going to get the kid, you know, the, yeah. the dad and the mom. And it was great training, but they do so many pages. It's, I mean, people maybe that aren't in the entertainment industry maybe don't have the idea of this, but it is one of the most challenging things you will work on. Absolutely. Because you do so much material. And I'll tell you what, we, I, one of the actors, is, I think her name is Heather Todd. She's won every age level of of Emmy for soap operas. Oh, that's cool. And she can just, I mean, just like 
smiling to crying like that, you know, just like and and seems authentic. But the crazy story that I remember from that is somebody had come back from vacation. One of the uh, matriarchs of the show. She had been on for a long time. Okay. And I was talk- kind of talking to her during a break. And she goes, yeah, I'm shooting seven different episodes today. Because when she go and you go on vacation, they just keep shooting. And then when you come back, you have to just they wow. put in all your scenes, right? So- wow. <laughs> well, at least they, they let her go on vacation. Because yeah. when you're doing a soap opera in Mexico, you, you simply can't. You have to be there every day. Right. Um. Yeah. But wow. Yeah, absolutely. You you become like a it, it's almost like a an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> of of acting and and that that actually gave me the confidence to be in a feature film, you know, and and right. know that I that I know how to get to those pl- emotional places within me whenever mm-hmm. I need to. Rosario Tijeras. I watched a few episodes of that. It's very entertaining. It reminds me, like, it reminds me a little bit of, like, Queen of the South. There's, like, some violent stuff going on. But in the first episode, Rosario is just, like, cutting off her teacher's hair. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is, how is this happening? Why is no one stopping her from cutting the teacher's hair? That poor teacher. Uh, (laughs) Yes. And you were on that for a couple seasons as Paula Rest. Paula Restrepo. Paula Restrepo. Yeah, Paula Restrepo. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, what I find interesting about uh, certain shows is, you know, you eventually left the show, and then you know, there's a there's a difference in philosophy. Sometimes some shows they're just like, oh, well, they just say that you went on vacation or that you died or you took a job in another city, and then in some shows they'll just replace you with another actor. So. <laughs> How uh, that's got to be an interesting feeling to go back because I'm sure you've seen some of the episodes with the other actor that plays Paola, right? Uh, beats. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like when they come in, is she is she just making it her own thing, or is she kind of trying to do what you did? To to be honest, I I don't have enough information to yeah. be able to tell you uh, um, an honest feedback. Right. I guess it was kind of painful because I love that character, and I was working on another. Right. You know, so th- this is what happened. The the series is uh, actually it's a Colombian story. They did this uh, story as a soap opera 10 years ago in Colombia. And then they wanted to do Rosario Tijeras in Mexico. So the, you know, it was written to just be one season. However, it became so successful and people started watching it so much that um, that they decided to do two more seasons, uh, more seasons of it, and I was already working in Jose Jose El Principe de la Canción, so it became like a whole very complicated situation where production was like, "Can you walk away from that set?" And I was like, "I, I can't." Um, you know, I have a contract with them. I, I also have a, you know, a, a very important role in Jose Jose. They counting on me uh, while we were shooting Jose Jose. The terrible earthquake in Mexico hit uh-huh. us, so we had to stop production. And then we came back, and it all, it all, it was all happening at the same time. So eventually, they decided to go with someone that I, I have no idea who she is and I totally respect her work, but I haven't I haven't seen her. However, I 
no matter how much you want to try to be someone else, it's impossible. You're another right. person, and and that's that. Those were the comments that I was receiving when the other seasons uh, starting airing. They were like, "No, we miss yeah. you, Paula." And and I've gone through that. Like I I I think I've. I've watched films or, or you know, shows where for some reason they change the actor, and you yeah. feel almost like, I don't know, like yeah. uh, depressed or right. A typical thing yeah. on the soap operas here, because it'll happen a lot on the soap operas in the United States, and what usually will happen is like, yeah, they got into a horrible car accident <laughs> <laughs> and they had to remake their face, <laughs> and now she looks like this, and now it's him. <laughs> It's still me. <laughs> Nikki, I still love you. Could you love this new face? You know? <laughs> oh my god. I think I could. I no, I think uh, I think they just pretended that it was me. You know, that it was the same person and yeah. they didn't try to explain. Right. Yeah, well it doesn't seem like the look, they'll they'll do some kind of crazy stuff on soap operas sometimes. <laughs> uh <laughs> Like I remember the scenes I was in. They're in this trial. Like I said, it was like a uh, where they're trying to decide who's going to get um, custody of the kid. And this one guy goes, "Well, would you testify on the guy's behalf? Would I testify on his behalf? This guy threw me out of a helicopter. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, he threw me out of a helicopter. And then I'm assuming like, well, he must be lying about that. And then I was talking to the break. He's like, no, we really did that in the show. I threw him out of a helicopter. Oh and I was like, god. it's just things that are like just. To the craziest yeah. extent that you yeah. can imagine. Hard to believe. Yeah, but still very interesting, you know. Well, anyway, so okay, so you're in Venezuela, you're successful there. Then you do some successful shows in in Mexico, and then you've been here about about two years in the United yeah. States. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel in a way I feel like I'm just getting started because I have two and a half years living here, but two of those years or almost yeah, like one year and a half. Um, I didn't have paperwork, so oh. I was in the process of getting my green card. So you which couldn't was, work. No, I couldn't. Yeah. So I, I had it, it was, it was, yeah, it was kind of a nightmare because I, you know, I was in Mexico, like you were saying. I had my life in Mexico. I was working nonstop in Mexico, and then I was like, what if I? think of going to LA and let me try you know for me to be able to work in LA I know I need to get the paperwork so my plan was I'm going to stay in Mexico and I'm going to get my green card um I don't know what's the word in English but there's there's a process and you know in immigration that they allow you to stay in your country and yet process that green card or visa, work visa, whatever you need to be able to work in the U.S. So that was my plan. I was like, I just want them to send my paperwork to the embassy. And in the meantime, I'm going to stay in just my keep house. Working in Mexico, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I started working with a lawyer and that lawyer was like, yes, let's do this. Long story short, it was a scam. The guy oh stole my my money. He not only did that, but he showed like after I was pressuring him, like, "Hey, what's going on? It's been a year and a half. Like, where are you? What's happening? I already pay you. Where's my case?" So after my, I believe after my constant pressure, he decided to send something to immigration, which was even worse because it was completely 
terrible, incomplete, uh, mediocre. So immigration was like, who are you and why are you trying to get a green? Like, it, it, it was a nightmare. So I had, you know, like in a... Uh, in two weeks, I had to find a new lawyer that helped me save my case. And in the meantime, I couldn't leave the U.S. So I was like in this limbo where I couldn't work in the U.S., but I couldn't leave the country and work in Mexico either. And that was that was two years. Year, yeah, it, it was a it, it was a, a very long process, uh, very painful. And uh, I even booked two projects that I couldn't do, uh, one wow. in the U.S., other in, in Mexico, and I couldn't do because I was in this process, in this immigration process. So, yeah. Well, that's a horrible thing you had to go through. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Here, here's what I would like to do. I want you to, when we're done, give mm-hmm. me the name of that lawyer. <laughs> I'm going to take him in a helicopter, and I'm going to throw him out of the helicopter. <laughs> Bold and the beautiful style. They already well. To be <laughs> honest, I, you know, I was running with my pro, with my immigration process, but they were like, "Are you going to sue them? Are you going to sue him? What are you going to do?" And he was already apparently he not only did this to me, but to um, I don't know how many other people, and they ended up um, taking him out of the bar. Of lawyers and disbarred. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Disbarred. Oh, that's great. Um, so yeah, there's a whole show uh, that my wife and I watch called The Con, and it's all about people like that, where they'll go through the whole story of like all these people, and then it'll show like, oh, now he's in jail, and this, and so oh, I'm wow. like, yes, always, <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> well, okay. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. you speak English very well. Thank you. How long have you been speaking English? Did you learn it when you were younger or was it recent? I mean, when, when I was younger in Venezuela, you I think just like you, that you had your Spanish classes, I would right. have my English classes. Okay. And I thought I knew English until I moved to L.A. And I was like, I have no idea how to speak English. Oh, I no. cannot order a coffee at, you know, at a coffee shop. Like I, yeah, you just know uh, you, the basic stuff like verb to be and stuff right. like that and you don't actually know how to speak English so it wasn't until I moved here and I was like okay I guess you need to get out there and you need to practice this yeah, practice this it. so I started reading books in English and all the films and shows that I watch I try to watch them in English with English subtitles so mm-hmm. it's it's a working process yeah that's one of the best things when I was trying to improve my Spanish was I would watch a show called Doce Corazones. Uh, Have you seen that show? I think I saw um, it's, like comerciales. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a dating show where there's... Uh, <laughs> There's one person that's trying to get it, going to select someone, and they have they have to choose between someone who's Aries, Pisces, Virgo, you know, oh, wow. all of the horoscope, yeah, yeah, yeah. all twelve of them, and and they only call them by like Aries, you know, uh, uh, Aries, uh, yeah, adelante, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and that's what I oh, learned from the crowd. It. Every time a lady would come on stage, the crowd would go vuelta, vuelta, <laughs> and she would like spin around and like. <laughs> But I learned a lot of Spanish watching that show. And then I I was going to the I was going to the movie in uh, the movies in Sherman Oaks, which is Mm -hmm. you know very close to us here. 
And I was at, and I was like, oh my god, that's Penelope Manchaca, the the host of Doce Corazones. That's hard. I thought you were gonna say Penelope Cruz, and I was oh, like, where? Well. I love her. That would be amazing. <laughs>